Shabbat Shalom. Last week we spoke about the daughters of Zlovchad and their inheritance and what that means. And the daughters show up again in the Parsha for this Shabbat. At the end of the book of Bamidbar, they're mentioned once more. And astute readers of the text notice that the five daughters' names are in a different order than they were just chapters ago. So the rabbis, of course, ask a question, well, what does it mean? Why would you change the order of the names of the daughters of Zolfchad? And Ibn Ezra says, well, before they weren't married yet, and so they were listed in birth order. But now they're all married, apparently, in the intervening chapters, and so they're mentioned in order of who gets married first. And this might solve the linguistic problem of why they're out of order, but it's a relatively unsatisfying answer, both in why and also in that now these women's relationship is only defined by the fact that they're partnered. So Rashi says, no, 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 you got it wrong. It's not that they were listed in birth order before and marriage order now. It's that they were listed in birth and marriage order before, and now they're listed in order of wisdom who's the wisest, which is a slightly nicer way to say things, I guess, than just defining these women based on their spouses. But it's kind of mean to do to poor Noah to put her at the bottom of the list. But Rashi continues in his comment, and he says, actually, it kind of doesn't matter the order. That's not important. What's important is that they are all listed by name. Machla, Tirta, Hogla, Milka, and Noah. And they're each listed by name to show that each one of the daughters is important in and of themselves. And there's a nice message here. Again, as we think about inclusion, often we think about categories. What categories are we now including? Are we excluding? Do we need to be more welcoming to? How do we define people? What do we define as? These are big and important questions. But Rashi reminds us that even as we are doing that, we also cannot forget that everyone within whatever category they're in is a person in and of themselves and deserves to be named as such. So as we continue to think about how we are inclusive in our community, as we continue to be hopefully inclusive and welcoming in our lives, we should remember this lesson to call people by their names, to see each person not just as a moshing of identities, but as a human themselves. We look forward to seeing you at Shul. We look forward to greeting you by name. If you have a name tag, you should wear it. If you don't have a name tag, let us know and we'll make one for you. Shabbat Shalom and see you in Shul.